Well, we tonight we're touching on 2 Corinthians 11. And in 2 Corinthians 11, we see that Paul is vindicating his authority as an apostle. Um, and he actually began this um, in chapter 10. And now the question is, why is Paul needing to vindicate himself, right? Well, we see that Jews came to Corinth, right? They came to Corinth, and in verse 4 of this chapter, it says they came preaching another Jesus. Came preaching another Jesus. Jesus was bringing in a different gospel, right? Now, the problem with this is, is that this different teaching, it distracts the believers from the New Testament ministry, right? The unique New Testament ministry, right? And Paul gives a description, right, in verse 2 of what this New Testament ministry is and what it does, right? And it says, for I am jealous over you with the jealousy of God. For I betrothed you to one husband to present you as a pure version to Christ. Right. So this is what the New Testament ministry does. It betrothes you or this word betrothed is engage. Right. So Paul being a minister, what he's doing is he's engaging the believers to Christ. You know, and so and as I was reading this, you know, earlier today, I asked myself a question um, and I would ask you all and it's rhetorical. You know, um, with you and it's twofold, you know, your your experience, you know, of the Lord, how much of it is has it been of Christ being your husband? Right. How much of Christ in your experience have you enjoyed him as your husband? Right. We're all familiar, you know, with John three sixteen. Right. For God so loved the world. Right. He gave his only begotten right. son that everyone who believes in him would not perish, but would have eternal life. Right. Amen. So we appreciate Christ as our redeemer. Right. As our savior. No yeah. doubt. Right. How wonderful redemption is. Right. <laughs> but what about John? John three twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Right. We even see John three sixteen in the end zones, right, on the basketball courts, right? But what about John three twenty nine? Right? So I'll just I'll just quote the beginning of it. It says, He who has the bride is the bridegroom. Right? He who has the bride is the bridegroom. Right? So this is what the New Testament ministry is, right? It betrothes it betrothes us to Christ, right, as a pure virgin to him. And I like this this metaphor that Paul uses as a virgin. Right. As a virgin to him. And we actually can see, you know, what this what this is in verse three. Right. He says, but I fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, your thoughts will be corrupted from the simplicity and the purity toward Christ. Mm -hmm. Simplicity or singleness toward Christ. Right. So we know the story, right, of Adam and Eve. Right. It was very simple in the garden. Right. God just wanted them to eat and put them in front of the tree of life. Right. Told them to eat of this tree. This other tree, when you eat of it, you shall surely die. Right. But soon as that happens, what comes in? Serpent. Right. To deceive Eve. Right. To have Eve have these questionings in our mind. Right. Did God really say this? Right. Did God really say that? So things got really complicated at this point. Right. But I just say, you know, at this, you know, with this New Testament ministry, right, that betrothes us, us to Christ. Right. As our husband, it's of two matters. Right. It points to Christ and it points to church. Right. Christ in the church. This is the New Testament ministry. Right. Even in Ephesians five, it says that. For a husband is the head of a wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, he himself being the savior of the body, right? And then it says in, um, in verse 32, this mystery is great, 
right, concerning the marriage. This mystery is great, but I speak with regard to Christ in the church, right, to Christ in the church. So this is what the New Testament ministry points to, right? And even and even when we're the ones who we join ourselves with, the ministry that we give ourselves to, and it's good to ask our question and also consider, consider our condition. The ones who I'm with, is this causing me to love the Lord more? Right. Do I love the Lord more when I'm when I'm in this ministry, when I'm with these people? Right. Mm -hmm. Is it causing my love to grow and not only grow for the Lord, but also grow to those who are who he's also accepted. Yeah. Right. Also, the other members. Yeah. Right. I was looking at this, you know, when we'll read this in chapter 11, you know, Paul talks about all of these things that's happened to him um, in verses um, in verses. Um, yeah, in, in these verses, he talks about him being shipwrecked and even being beaten, right? Shipwrecked and beaten, right? In verse 25. But then in 28, it says, apart from the apart from the things which have not been mentioned, there is this. The crowd of cares pressing upon me daily, the anxious concern for all the churches. Right. So it's like, you know what? Shipwrecked. I've been beaten. Forget about these things, right? But the, but the things that concern me, the crowd of cares pressing upon me, right, Amen. is the anxious concern for all the churches. Amen. Anxious concern for all the churches. So this is what, you know, the, men, the, the unique New Testament ministry, it does for us, right? Amen. It causes us to love the Lord above all, above, above all matters and things, and it causes us to love the church, to love the members. Wow. Right? Amen.